This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Meet the One for All card. Perfect for Aunt Edith, your dog walker, and even what's-his-name. With over 100 great brands and no fees, it's the one gift for all. Available in stores and at giftcards.com. Now let's go to, is it Sean or is it Charlie? And are they yet in Amersham outside the KFC? It is Sean. And, yeah, right. uh, I, I, and, and you won't believe it. We actually tried, but they were fucking shut. <laughs> Can't believe oh, it. I, so, we've, we've talked more about food on this podcast than anything oh, else. Put don't normal. you worry. I've got some really good food stuff for you in a minute. Ooh, oh, ooh. mate. Do you know go what? On. After all of that pissed up, blue cheese crap on the weekend. <laughs> I thought I'd never have to hear that dribbling mess again. That was our finest work. I want you to picture the scene. <laughs> At the back of the Elton John, I'm walking down the stairs and I see the bloke that I've sat next to for the last two and a half years standing there. Lovely bloke, don't know his name. And he looks at me, he says, is it Sean? And I said, yeah, yeah. He went, oh, I'm blue cheese Brett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blue. How have we not named him Blue Cheese Brett? That's that right. And I said to him, you're fucking joking. He goes, no, well, I heard you on there a few weeks ago crying, saying that you went to Wickham Wanderers. And I thought, I'll sit next to a bloke who goes to Wickham Wanderers. Oh, God. I can't believe it. Two and a half years. And do you know what? I looked over at him as I got to the bottom of the stairs and um, he damn well had a pint in his hand. Shit, Matt. Sorry, boys. Oh, Got late now. Got late now. Anyway, yeah, lovely, do? lovely bloke. But I thought twenty thousand people, and uh, we're bloody sat next to each other for two and a half years. <laughs> well, there you go. This is what the anyway. podcast is doing. It's bringing people together who've only sat next to each other for about. I know. 20 years. Honestly, <laughs> next time I'm going to try and find this bunker place. 
I reckon you should. I re- oh, definitely. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's supposed it to was, be back open again, isn't it? After, it was, after the World it, Cup. It was all right. Do you know what? It was, it was, it was one of them funny ones tonight, wasn't it? It was, it was, uh, you know, I'm pleased with three points. I tell you what amazes me. If we'd have beaten, uh, if we'd have turned over Coventry, we're bloody three points away from second. I mean, that's that's mental because it just doesn't feel like we're playing well enough to be there, does it? But we got, we got the, um, you know, we got the points and, and I have to give credit where it's due. Uh, due. Your last caller was brilliant. Troost, he didn't have a good, game tonight he did one very good block yes yeah. he did yeah. very good block you can question technique with the outside and everything but i'm not going there he was he did a, he had a very good block and it wasn't his worst game but <laughs> and, he, and equally cabaselli actually wasn't the worst tonight but it, but they didn't really have anything to play against no. did they and when you look at that team sheet and you see truce and cabaselli next to each other what you really do is you look at the opposition and you go Carol and Long on the bench. Brilliant. Thank you yep. for that. And I've got, be, I mean, even the Reading fans were crying out and screaming and chanting, please make a sub, please make a sub. And they were screaming and they were singing the Long songs and the Carol songs. He, he really just didn't get a grip of that at all. And, it's, you know, you, you, you thought the writing was going to come at some point, but it got to like the 82nd minute before he bought, uh, Carol on, and that was uh, that was really really quite poor tonight. But you know, uh, Chowdhury, I thought he did what Chowdhury does brilliantly tonight. He he did his break up play, he's chasing around, excellent tonight. We know that that is his game, and that's really <laughs> really a, that's all his game. But he does that's it absolutely. Yeah. And if he did the other bits. He wouldn't be fucking playing for us, would he? <laughs> Let's very be honest. Very, very true. If he chipped in with five or six goals a season and he put those killer balls in, although he did put one killer ball in tonight, so fair play. He cut open the defence into the 18-yard. And we've got to give a little bit of credit that it was Kiembe's forward pass to Saar that set up the second goal. So, you know, there was there was bits where it looked better, but I think I think we were all a bit resident of the fact that Perhaps it looked better tonight because Reading really weren't very good rather than we were bang on song. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, mate, brilliant stuff, as always, as always, excellent stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's an odd one because we, we, we defeated Stoke 4 0 and we went, but Stoke were rubbish. And in fairness, Stoke were rubbish. Yeah. We, we can still only play what is put in front of us. Did we make heavy weather of it? Yeah, yeah, I think we did. I think there were there were certain times where things broke down, where we could have moved the ball forward with momentum, and we could have we could have gone and knocked the bleeding door down rather than trying to pick the lock every single time. Yeah, we just got but, to give credit but, where it's due as but, well. But because... as you said, exactly. You know, they've only got to, they've only got to do it once or twice in the game to win it if they keep a clean sheet, and they did that. So fair play to them. I'm just. A I thought what was quite evident point. tonight was that. Um, uh, Davis, uh, he, I mean, I think he quietened down a lot when they realised he he really has got one foot and he will always try and turn on that foot. You know, it's that mm-hmm. kind of uh, Igalo scoop type thing, isn't it? You do it three times and it looks great and then you can't do it again. And, and tonight he yeah. just looks like he tries to dummy and then turn on to that stronger foot. But um, listen, really, really good championship striker. And, and Saar, it wasn't his best game, but... 
you know what? He did keep going though. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't look like he threw his teddies tonight. He did look like he. That's one thing I will say about Billich. He's. He, he look. He is getting the effort out of the boys. I'm not saying it's it's uh, singing and dancing performances, but he is getting the effort out of them, and that that, that goes a long way. We have missed a trick though, haven't we? Because you know, tactically, we should have got. We should have let them win tonight, and then we could have had that Southampton manager in for the World Cup. <laughs> Missed the trick. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. No, you're right, mate. Look, if, if we look at it on paper, before tonight's game kicked off, we were looking at going, what's it going to be without Kamara at left back? We haven't got Sierra Alta, um, you know, and we're bringing in Cabaselli. He's done okay. I'm not saying you do. You're absolutely right. They didn't have much to do there, but they've gone and got it. They've got, gone and done enough to get the points, and it hopefully sets us up for Saturday. That'd be great stuff. Sean, Charlie, thank you very much, guys. As always, hope to hear from you Saturday or or, or soon after. Hemel, sir. Let's go to Hemel, and then we will go to Jason, and then we will do the five-word reviews and the comments. Hemel, sir, if you want to hit your mic button, let us know how you are today after, after a disappointing 1-0 defeat on Saturday. Two nil home on Tuesday. Better? Yeah. Yeah, bit of a bit of a yo yo from um from yeah, from uh, the weekend. But yeah, as I said, you don't know what what Watford will turn up. I would say on, on par with, you know, the Coventry game, but um obviously opposition were weren't as up to scratch as Coventry. So, you know, we 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 managed to get those goals in. Um I agree with the previous callers about, you know, about Keelan Davis. I think he kind of went in hiding uh, near the second half. Yeah, he he didn't play too well, which is disappointing because you hopefully you you wish to see him, you know, how he played against Luton, that that kind of hunger, that pressing the goalkeeper, pressing the defenders, but he kind of yeah, he he wasn't up to it today, and I think that Spria he kind of came out the game as well. I think his physical attributes, I think um, yeah, I think he needs to probably work work a bit on just you know, put on a, put on a bit of muscle like like Pedro did. Um, you know, a few seasons back. And I think once he's got that strength, I think he'll be a great player. Kalu, when he came on as well, really, really good player, um, sharp turning. And he put, gave us a, a different option as well on that, on the wing. So that was good. Yeah. And I mean, we called out Billich on Saturday to say, and, and said that, you know, other than uh, Asprey's pass, the subs didn't really affect the game. And he, you're right, he brought him on tonight and he affected the game. I mean, I know Bio was more kind of running down the clock, really. It was really Kalu was the one that, that really kind of came on to, to to make an impact. And I thought, I really think he does that. I think he, he's giving us an impact substitute, which is something yeah. we, we really haven't had. And, when you've already got an embarrassment of riches up front, genuinely for the for the uh, for the championship, because even though Coventry came with a great game plan and played really really well, nobody's got the front four that we've got the capability of putting out. And Kalu is now getting a habit of coming on and giving giving us something different each time when he's coming on. That's that's really something. I'm very very pleased for him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was it was good good overall performance. But I think we really need to top it off with that. With that magic magical win uh, away at Bristol, I think that would be nice. Nice little touch. Are you are you're traveling down? So you're going to be yeah. in the match. You're going to be featuring in the match day vlog. Hopefully, not yeah. jumping into skips. That no, seems wrong. I, I, I never jump into skips. I'm quite sensible, you know. <laughs> good, good man. That's what they always say about Hemel. They say, "See Hemel going over there." 
He's a man who doesn't jump into skips. Taylor, we're not going to say the same thing about you. Hemel, cheers, mate. Have a, have a great day Saturday. We'll catch up uh, on, on your way back from Bristol, sir. Cheers, mate. See you later. Take care now, mate. Lovely stuff. Right, and finally, let's go to the Didcot Express Highway. <laughs> Mr. Jason Rose. Jason, how are you doing, sir? Hey, how you doing, Peter? You all right? Oh, I'm all right, thank you. Never mind the quality or the excitement of the game. Feel the points. That's where I am, and I shouldn't be asking for too much more than that. How, how close to Didcot are you now? Oh, I've just passed Wallingford, so I'm literally on the third, the final stretch on the on the last little bit, passing some car that's lurking. I don't know what's going on with this car. Cars um, lurking now? I don't think we can allow yeah, cars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, what's, don't know what's going on. Anyway, um, yeah, so I just want to pick up a couple of bits, really. One, on, is obviously, one, one is obviously one of your thoughts for the evening, which was, you know, you just weren't feeling it. Were you? You, you, you felt a bit frustrated by it all. And I, I, I feel your frustration. I, I thought we... Um, I, I thought that... The, the substitution of the goalkeeper was a strange one. Obviously, it's, it's an odd one when that happens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I did, I did, I did feel as if we just didn't maximise that. You know, you know, the goalkeeper didn't really have to make a save until what seventy minutes in. You know, he'd been on the pitch for fifty minutes. He never, you know, surely he would have liked to have thought Millage would be over there going, "Come on, lads, try him out." You know, this guy's literally just walked on the field, and we, and we you know, and some of the other callers said, you know, we. We've got this this tendency to try and walk the ball in, and it's it is quite frustrating. It, it, you know, so I feel your, I can I can feel your frustration as well. You know that maybe it wasn't wasn't quite there. I actually felt I turned to my mate uh, towards the end, and I said I I, I actually felt that we played better against Coventry yeah, uh, and lost. I agree. You know, I, I felt we played better and lost. Yeah, you know, as a cohesive unit. Um, and just to pick up on some of the other bits, you know, about the Hamza Chowdhury thing. Yeah, I love Hamza Chowdhury. I think he's, he's He's a lovely player, but I don't think we'll get the best out of him until he plays with someone who can actually turn on the ball. I, I was thinking about it, listening to the other callers, and I, I see, I see him as like a Claude Makélélé type player. You know, he, mm-hmm. he he destroys, and then Makélélé used to just give it to Zidane or give it to sort of you know some oh. of the, the Chelsea players. You know, he just used to give it to the best Frank Lampard or something like that. But when they received the they ball, used to, they used to call it a water carrier. He would do all of the stuff, exactly. and then he'd give the ball to somebody who could play. But what they would do is he would give the ball and they would receive it on the half turn to then run forward. What he's doing at the moment is he gives the ball to Kiembe, God bless him, and he's giving it back to him. So what you've got is a wall pass. And and that's what's slowing us down. You know, it, it, it is that... Unfortunately, it goes back to the same old thing, which is we, we are stuck with... You know, we are stuck with what we've got. Really, aren't yeah, we? You know, because yeah, of the recruitment. Yeah. I think, you know, I because think... of the recruitment, because of injuries. You know, we are stuck with what we got. I love. I think Hamza Chowdhury in particular has been a very, very good, you know, good, good signing for us, and hopefully we can sort of keep him for a, a bit longer. And I really like him. I do think we need to supplement the midfield area in 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 the window. I think you know, Imran loser will be lucky to see him before Easter. You know, Tom yeah. Cleverley the same. So then I do think we need someone that can receive the ball on the half turn. I think if we can do that, I think we can unlock defences a lot quicker. A lot quicker and, you know, we can get those incisive passes through instead of just, frankly, wall passes. So, um, no. great, good, good result tonight. Happy with the result. You know, it was very much a 7 out of 10, six, six and a half out of 10 performance. Not pulling any trees up. But you know you're not going to you're not going to annihilate teams yeah. every week, are you? You, you know you, there's going to be teams that are going to come down, make it difficult, offer very little, 
but they were always in the game. And and that was the tonight, you know, I, I, I think it was your last call I was talking about, you know, Andy Carroll. I mean, I sat there and thought, Jesus, don't bring Andy Carroll on. Because I just, it, yeah. it, it was written in the stars, wasn't it? You know, a corner or something. And I was quite pleased that it, it I was quite pleased really that instant roll the dice and play two up front. You know, he, he decided to go like for like. And, you know, it, so from that point of view, I thought we got away a bit slightly. Um, but yeah, for me, for me, it's still a work in progress. We're nearly at the World Cup break. You know, I said to you guys when we did a sort of half-term report, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted us in the top eight. I thought if we were in the top eight around, you know, the resumption, we're, we're going to be, we're not going to be a million miles away. And I, I stand by that. I absolutely stand by that. I think if we can cement this place in the, in the playoff positions with a, you know, a point at Ashton Gate, I'm going on like many of the others. So it'll be, you know, be good.
TJD said, both written in five words. I think uh, I think you won that one. Um, Brian Edwards says, we are rubbish without Davis. Jason Watford FC Finland says, Chowdhury like a boss today. Lots of love for, for Hamza Chowdhury today, which is good. Uh, Phil Smith, it's still bloody playing. Don't make me have to tell you again. Well done. Well done, Phil. Well done. Excellent. Oh, and there's Justin going mental straight after. I'd like to see that. Uh, boy from Brazil can dance, says Mikey Abrahams. Uh, Natasha Wright says, such a lovely, cheesy celebration. You see, people can take last week's thing and just bring it on. Cheesy celebrations. Uh, Mikey responds, I'm all for a little Samba goal celebration. Natasha Wright says, Pedro would win strictly in his current form. Brian Edwards, Kalu is better than Sar. Kalu's alive. That's what I say. Chris Bone, Gorgonzola, the king of cheese. We can see where this is going. Ian Bacon, anyone for cheese and biscuits. Good set of results tonight, says match warm Watford shirts. Louis Teixeira, not perfect. Win only matters. Ah, Mr. Alex King, says Samuel Kalu, my new hero. Oh, could we see a number 28 shirt appearing on the uh, on, on Mr. King's bedroom wall, along with his, his other two ones from an Emmanuel Dennis? Natasha Wright says, Yao Pedro, Brazil's biggest oversight. Also says, Pedro Hamza, truce on fire. There you go. Three names in five words or less. Oh, there we go. It's time to go, says, rest in peace, Arthur Fowler. Commemorating the actor Bill Treacher, who, who played Arthur Fowler when, uh, when EastEnders first came out in 1985, passed away today. That's a very very nice thing for you to say there. Um, Laura Good says makeshift defence did not concede. Very good. Rob C says semi class Kalu cameo win. Oh, I can't remember. I can't read that name. Is that uh, Jill German? Oh, oh, oh no, Siljerman. Siljerman from uh, from from. Oh, we've got Finland and Swedish flag. This is interesting. Blue cheese tasted good tonight. You see, we can keep going on with this. I mean, how long can we keep most of these in-jokes going for? I'm reckoning about halfway through next season, at least these are good for. No sell-by, no sell-by date on these. Always believe in Yale Pedro, says Ryan D. Mark Carpenter says Hamza Chowdhury. That's the tweet. Miss Vic says Pedro back to his old self. What he minks? Is it what he minks or minks what he? I don't know, but says, I love super Sammy Kalu. Keep your Keep your mitts off of him, makes his mine, he's all mine. Watford FC Sweden again says sluggish against a poor team. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. Sluggish is a great word for it. Uh, Adam says uh, Chowdhury has really stepped up. Hampshire Hornet, hey, mate, says sideways five yard pass kings. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's that and sluggish are there. Catherine Jones, hi, Catherine. No goal for Tom Ince. Absolutely. And that is a good thing. That's always a good thing because he is, I think I described him as like Watford Kryptonite. It might just be me, but he seems to always be this player that kind of you just go, oh, God, against. And he, he always ends up kind of doing something. I think it was Neil said that he tested him. Uh, Harry Clark says, true solid at the back. Cabaselli clean sheet. What's this? Asks Nick. Uh, Garston Horn says, good performance, three points, happy. I love the economy of this word usage. This is good. Dean Sherwood says, Samuel Kalou, Pele in disguise, but then breaks his own five-word rule, thinking that brackets will somehow see him off. Dean, this is not the case. Just putting in the word sort of still counts as words. Oh, I'll let you off this once. Lee says, three points, clean sheet, fifth. That's good. I like that. <laughs> but Willie comes back and says, but it was only Reading. Well done, Willie. That's the level. That's the level of, of optimism that I'm prepared to accept today. I like that a lot. Richard WFC pots out says Yao Pedro is better than Yao. That's Lucas Yao who played for them and basically fell over from a great height. Johnny P says Pedro Sema, Ikong, Chowdhury, and KMB. Thumbs up. Oh, yeah, you go. You see, you can get away with using icons. 
you can get away with using icons, Dean. That's there's no there's no punishment with icons. Brackets, just saying. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to twenty five times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code Football and get your first deposit instantly matched up to one hundred dollars. Go to PrizePicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code Football to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. CPN says super smashing great. Oh, there you go. There's a bullseye reference. BFH needed for Reading fans. You see, CPN has gone through the five words. But I think that's fine. There's a bullseye reference. It's wonderful. BFH, if, if anybody doesn't know, stands for Bus Fair Home. Wendover Horn says that team from Bedfordshire lost. Oh, did they? Oh, I haven't even seen that. Oh, well, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> oh, and they were a stoke. Oh, dear, never mind. Softail says, why so long between goals? A valid question. A valid question, I would say. Let's have a quick look at the reviews and then we'll call it for a night, I think, for everybody. Thank you so much for staying with us. We've gone from unbelievably ungradable to C-plus effort and C for overall performance for the first uh, for the first third of the season. Serious prep and homework to do in the international break to reach predictable grade of B-plus to A for automatic promotion, says Natasha. She goes on to say, to fair Lesser teams have turned us over. Or I think that means, to be fair, lesser teams have turned us over. It may have lacked finesse, but a win is a win, and three points are better than none. Plus, Luton lost tonight, so it makes our win taste very blue cheesy. Oh, everybody. It's not often It's not often a tweet review gets a hang clap, but that one's getting one. Uh, the big Lebowski, the big cheese Lebowski, as we know him today. You can tell they're managed by Paul Ince. They acted like crybabies all over the 50-50s, which allowed the hell out of me, which annoyed the hell out of me. Natasha says, is Kalu our very own Yoda of the squad? Mm, he could be. Sense that mix. Um I won't do any more impressions. I do apologise. Uncle Ron says, oh, this was a... I thought Arthur Fowler died changing the station on his car stereo. Now, Ron, there's a thing called actors, and what they do is they pretend to be other people. He says, telling somebody called Rupert, but who plays the part of Uncle Ron. Never mind. Louis Teixeira, good result today. Not the greatest performance, but worked hard and got the three points. King Ken, superb. Cabaselli and Akong did a decent job and Pedro, excellent as per. Despite being blinded by the advertising boarding. Did we see that? Did you Did you see that? I thought that was, I, I hope, hope nobody suffered from kind of uh, photosensitive epilepsy or anything like that. But one of the uh, the boards in front of the rookery end with about, oh, well, it's probably about 20 minutes before before the game. And it was about probably, what, a quarter of the length of the of the frontage of uh, the Vicarage Road went on, basically just turned into a stroboscope. It was like it was like going off. They managed to get it sorted, fortunately. Despite being blinded by the advertising boarding, it was a good day. Great to talk with Justin today. Take care all. Great to talk with Justin today. There must be some other people called Justin. That's the only possible explanation. Natasha Wright comes back again. Oh, Natasha, you're, you're sitting on this board very well. Close call as Hamza worked some Houdini magic bamboozling the, the Reading players, and Pedro sambered his way to the to a brace, including a blistering penalty, and celebrated his neat footwork, strictly glitter ball style. Reading kit, whitewash, plus red socks equals laundry box. Yes, that's what it did look like. It did look like a rogue red sock had got in with the with the Leeds kit or something. I did not approve, I have to say. The big Lebowski says, big up, Sean. The NSYE connected Watford fans together since 2020. I mean, let's face it, 
Uh, Johnny P says, I agree. The comments from people at the game differed from those at the home. It it often does. I think that hopefully that's something that uh, I wouldn't suggest that we get a value, but that's, that's, that's one of the distinctions here. We do have people who don't, who aren't able to get to all the games, but are able to kind of see it from a different vantage point from everybody else in the ground and get the benefits of the replays and the commentary and various other things. Sometimes just the, the atmosphere in the ground sometimes lends itself to, to strange things. I enjoy this. Max Bronstein says, Nathan Jones scatters. I like that a lot. I like that very much indeed. Steve Hall, who came on, once lurker, now contributor, says, Blue Cheese 2, Blamange, nil. I'll take that. I'll take that all day and twice on Saturday. Saturday, we go and uh, say hello to an old friend in Nigel Pearson, who uh, who came in and had a valiant effort at, at trying to keep us up, you know, back a few years back. So uh, anybody who is travelling down to Ashton Gate, please travel safely. Um, I hope everything goes well, and hopefully you will be coming back the M- down the M4 with the. Uh, uh, with three points in the knapsack, and we can take that in to see how things are going as we move forward. Some interesting things reported this week in terms of, obviously, over the last week, it's been talking about investors. This week, we're now looking at potentially the Eintracht Frankfurt technical director uh, potentially coming in, presumably replacing Cristiano Giretto, who was kept in place instead of uh, uh, Rob Edwards, seemingly at one point, but hey-ho, that's one of them. So we shall see if all of these things work out. We will be back um, with, well, a number of things uh, going on uh, very shortly, but certainly we will have a preview of some kind of the of the, of the the Bristol City match. We will be here after the Bristol City match with the Twitter spaces. For anybody who has any thoughts and opinions on not only the game, but here we are, we will be at a natural break. So anybody who's got some thoughts and wants to kind of talk about it, wants to talk about the new technical director, if if we find out any more. I see uh, I see Adam Leventhal's on here. Oh, Adam Leventhal's on here. And he's even requested, let me do this. We're going to bring, we're going to bring Adam in here. We're going to bring Adam, sir. Uh, you, you know, you know the drill. Hit your mic button, sir. Uh, there, there's me sitting there talking about everything, and you're sitting there going, uh, "Hello, <laughs> Adam. Ha- hello. How yeah, you doing? very well. I just thought because I, I heard you um, sort of mentioning various things, and I thought I just, I thought I'd just chime in. Um, I was initially, I, I did realise you were going to sort of mention various things that I've, I've obviously, um, you know, that's been covered elsewhere as well. But um, you know, I've been writing about those things. I was just going to. No, you have had a piece in the Athletic around the the gentleman from Eintracht Frankfurt whose name escapes me. Ben, Somebody called him Mango, and I'm pretty sure that's ben not the Mango, case. Yeah. So that that was um, that was something that it, it sort of broke yesterday in Germany, and I put the piece up um, this morning, having done a bit more research into it, and. You know, it, it seems to be that it is heading in the in the right direction there that, that, you know, the club is in talks with him. They're discussing the sort of the finer details at the moment. Um, I don't think it's finalised and I don't necessarily think that everyone <laughs> knows exactly where he slots in and what impact that might have on, on Cristiano Giretta, for example. But I think uh-huh. I, I think that people will now assume that that will probably mean that that Jaretta steps aside but we have been in this situation before where it appeared that he was heading out but he only disappeared for a bit and then he then he returned so i think that's just one to watch at the moment really we'll see we'll see one if i may sorry i mean 
it's wrong of me to wrong of me to hide it's adam emmental <laughs> jason rose good work on the cheese side i'm sorry i'm That's sorry a good adam. One. there's no there's there's no reason for that but we're just going on a big cheese kick at the oh, moment so mainly due to that- mainly due to drunkenness in hospitality but one of the things you mentioned was a european agent being involved in the process and i looked at that and, and went and of course I, I may have taken two and two and come up with like you know the square root of five thousand but um are we talking mr Byatt, or do we believe that that may be another one another person or do we just simply not know at this time no the 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 agent i was referring to wasn't by however oh, i am um, i'm 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 interested to know more about whether there is a relationship there and I did mention in the piece about the fact that uh, Manga had played a key role in taking Randall Kola Mawani from, from yep. Nantes to Not. Eintracht Frankfurt, obviously where he, where he was. And obviously Moji Bayat has, has strong links at, at Nantes as well. So... I don't, I don't know, but the reference to that European agent was not, um, was not by it because, as people know, he's not. Uh, he is obviously a European agent, but he's very much, <laughs> he's very much based in, uh, in, uh, in Hertfordshire, in London. So, um, yeah, I, I don't even know if we can call him a European agent anymore. He seems just to be an English-based agent. He's, he, well, as you corrected me once quite rightly, when I think I mistakenly called him Iranian, uh, uh, Israeli, and you said, no, no, he's French-Iranian. And that's enough. That, that makes him, crikey, that, that puts him on two continents, at least. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. There we go. So, so be- before you go, Adam, obviously we're coming into this World Cup break, which I'm presuming is going to be a busy time for the athletic. Yeah. Well, we call it a World Cup break. For you, probably no break to speak of. A C- couple of quick questions. Are you going to be involved in covering the World Cup? Are you going to be having other things Watford-centred and Watford-related going on in the athletic during during the that, that particular break? And how would you see, I mean, obviously there is suddenly, and I appreciate we're going off of Watford here, there's suddenly a lot of people in government who are suddenly going, hang on, this, this, this football tournament's going on in Qatar. I'm not sure I approve of that after, like, ignoring it for two years what what's your sort of take on everything that's going on at the moment vis-a-vis the world cup well i'll i'll take i'll take that question one step at a time basically i, I mean I, I suppose it's it's interesting for people listening this evening that in the press conference with slav and bilic after the game i i basically was thinking right there's one big story in terms of watford and the world cup and that is Ismail Assar and is he going to be obviously first and foremost going with Senegal obviously we we expect him to be named in the squad on Friday from Alio Cisse mm-hmm. but is he going to be spared the the stress of playing at Bristol City and and Slavon Bilic did say you know however much I would like to spare him he's a massive player for us and he will be playing at Bristol City and you know he was saying that all the big players will be playing, you know, Harry Kane will be playing, Luka Modric will be playing, his good friend, you know, mm-hmm. mentor and all that sort of stuff. So that was one thing to sort of sort out. As far as what I'm going to be doing, I am going to be going to the World Cup, covering it for for the Athletic. I'm going to be hosting uh, the Athletic Football Podcast, uh, which will be covering the, the tournament, you know, as a whole throughout so it's going to be a podcast every day so you will be thoroughly bored of hearing my voice i'm sure which is a <laughs> which is a common a common theme whenever i start talking but that will be happening we'll also be having a live a live show throughout the tournament video tournament uh, video show so that will be that will be sort of what do i what i will be doing but obviously i'll be keeping tabs on what's going on at watford and there have been a few sort of broader pieces that i've done of late just covering the sort of the main issues really um, that have been concerning Watford, be it 
the investment and I'll be following that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the sporting director. And then, you know, just sort of putting a flag in things like the fact that they are going to Spain. And I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'm sure there will be Watford stories that develop during the World Cup and they will obviously be covered on, on the Athletic as well. And I'm sure that there will be people that I cross paths with in in Doha that will have, you know, Watford links as well. <laughs> as well. So yeah. um, there's going to be plenty plenty going on. But just in general terms, I think that, you know, it's great that they, they are heading or that we've reached the World Cup. And I think we can, you know, rest assured that we've now reached the World Cup with Slavon Bilic in charge. And Slava Bilic is going to still be in charge when, when we restart, which was, which was a bit of a fear, wasn't it? That, you know, when it all... I, I do love the way you're, you're saying that with one game to go, with a level of confidence <laughs> yeah. that says it all. But it's, it's very... It, it was something that we were... You know, when it was looking a little bit dicey at Blackpool and things like that, we were thinking, no, they, they're not going to—they're not going to get rid of him, but are they? So, you know, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm so glad that he has—he has come in, and there's been that sort of calm air of, of of confidence about him, and quite rightly so. You know, he has—he's been there, he's done it, he's worn the t-shirt, and yes, he's been trying to sort of sound out the squad at the same time as playing a huge amount of games, but then also thinking, right, well, when we get to the World Cup, we can do a bit more planning, we can do a bit more training, we can actually work a little bit more on the things that we want to work on which aren't inhibited by this this really really you know vicious schedule that he's had to deal with and also he'll have more players back and I think we're you know even tonight and I know it's threadbare they still did well in terms of the the squad at this level the depth of the squad at this level with all the injuries I thought I thought Christine Cabaselli worth it uh, mentioned this evening I thought he came in did very well didn't put a foot wrong William Trooster Kong who was you know, down the pecking order, he's now doing well. Dan Gosling is obviously, you know, fantastic as a, as a yep. makeshift right back. You know, they, they they have done they've done well, and I think they're taking a great amount of confidence from from Slava Bilic. And just one quick thing, and I will shut up. Of course, the, the, Not the, done. that I found really interesting after the after the game today, he was talking about Joao Pedro, and obviously, you know, match winning performance today. But he'd had a special meeting with him today and he was basically saying to him look get in the box attack the box you're doing great stuff around and you know you're 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 great on the ball but I want to see that aggression I want you know they watched the game back against Coventry and not that he didn't do he didn't do well against Coventry I know he's a little bit off but he wasn't too bothered about how he performed against Coventry but he just thought right come on more intensity get in the box be a bit more like Saar, actually, you know, try and attack a bit more. And we've seen Saar raise his levels. So I just like that the influence that Slavon Bilic is having on, on individuals at the moment. And I'm sure he will then take his view, his, you know, his review of how Watford have done so far into quite sort of a constructive talks, I would have thought, with whoever the sporting director is, or he'll probably just go straight to Gino and just say, look, come on, I want, I want a right back. I want another midfielder to, to be able to ping the ball around a bit. Maybe we take another, I don't know, uh, whatever it is, another right winger or left winger or, or whoever. Uh-huh. And hopefully he will get his way because there are obviously clear holes in it. And I thought the game against Coventry really highlighted the fact that there was no right back and they should yeah. have got a right back and they basically balls that up. So I think <laughs> that they, they're in a good place now. And I think all Watford fans can sort of just breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief that we've got this far we can, you know, just reset a little bit 
and hopefully look forward to kicking on after the World Cup. Enjoy the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? Enjoy it. I know it's a controversial World Cup, obviously, but enjoy that breather and sort of rest assured that Watford will be working on things that hopefully will make them better when they come out at the end of it. Adam, well done for answering all seven questions that I put in that one sentence. I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna ask one question and then and then I'm gonna put one proposal sure. to you, sir. So and this may be me gratuitously bringing up the fact that Watford recently beat Luton four goals Absolutely. to nil. Um, I, I just have to mention that four goals to nil in case anybody didn't hear. Before in the in the, the lead up to the game, we had a, a preview show with uh, with two of the DJs from uh, from Three Counties Radio, with Andy Collins and with Justin Dealey, who support triumphant Watford and of course defeated Luton Town. And we had we played a silly game with them where they kind of played out and we said, well, look, if the game finishes on that result, which was which would have been four two, we will pay one hundred good English pounds into Watford hospital charities and also Luton and Dunstable at the time obviously what I'm going to say here sir is obviously Watford did their bit and scored four goals but Luton weren't up to the task to get the two so here is my proposal to you sir during your daily podcast on The Athletic if at any point you are able to say hello and this is Adam Emmental I will be depositing 100 good pounds to what for charities and people from Do Not Scratch Your Eyes will have to listen to said podcast to make sure that we keep Mr. Leventhal honest. Do you accept the challenge? I, I'm pretty sure I can I can sneak that in uh, in some sort of audio form when I'm when I'm looking at a buffet or something. And also, my, to be to be fair, my wife is is called Emma, and so she's actually she's, oh. she's sort of. Uh, got a little bit of a nickname of of Emmental anyway, so so it's not that it's not that much of a reach. So uh, I will do my I very t- best. If, 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 if do not scratch your eyes and Watford Football Club and our and our strange, peculiar, and unexplained fascination with blue cheese and or indeed cheese in a general area can penetrate the World Cup, I'll I'll feel better <laughs> for it. And so will Watford Charities for God's sake. Yeah, no, that's a great it's Mr. Leventhal, everybody. Yeah, no problem. Oh, sir, superb. Final question yes. then: Watford four, Luton nil. How good was oh. that? It was great, wasn't it? It it was. I, I was I was dreading it a bit, and then they delivered. They did everything that everyone would have wanted, and. And I think, look, I know everyone f- thought it was sour grapes and everything uh, from from Nathan Jones and, and that he was talking about illness and, and you know, sickness bugs and all that sort of stuff. But I think even if they were at full strength, the, the, the vim and vigour that Watford went into that game and they sort of, they just knew, they knew they had to fly into it and they did. And I just, it was, it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. And I, I I'm so glad that everyone... You know, because we we went to the one during the during COVID, and it was it was a sort of a non-event, and that was mm-hmm. it was great. And I and I also thought, yeah, even if we don't get up again, I I, I sort of I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the spectacle of of having a a rival at Vicarage Road, and it meant something, and the atmosphere, and everyone was up for it, and it was obviously it would have been rubbish if we'd lost, but just just having that head-to-head proper sort of grudge match was was brilliant and I remember I mean I remember going to the last away game at Kenilworth Road and I remember I vividly remember going with my I went with my mum my sister and my brother-in-law we parked at Luton Airport and got a cab so we didn't need to park anywhere near Kenilworth Road and I remember sort of standing outside the ground the Luton fans were chucking sort of coins at the Watford coach and the fans leaving and all that sort of stuff and then the, the, some of the Luton fans that had been chucking the coins, they went and picked up their coins afterwards. <laughs> and 
I thought, oh, no, come on, come on. But no, look, in all seriousness, it was, it was, it was, it was a great spectacle. And I look, and I've also, and I, I will say this, look, it's, it's obviously a healthy rivalry. I've got, I've got a lot of sort of, I've got a lot of respect in a way for the, the, the misery that, that Luton have gone through and they've, they've got an identity and they've actually built something from nothing. And I think it's also a lesson in terms of sort of building a culture that Watford, you know, don't, don't get too, don't get too carried away. And, you know, just remember that Watford is built on, on a proper culture and an identity and Luton have had to go to hell and back to, to build that up. So I've, I've got a bit of, I've, I've still got a bit of, although they are our great rivals, I've got respect for the journey that they've been on. And I think that it's, it was a nice little lesson for us to sort of go, right. Okay. Yeah. We need to get back to that. And there's been a lot, a lot of disruption, a lot of bitterness around the club. And that's not dissipated just because we, we've been winning games. Very true. There's still stuff that needs to be sorted out, but it was a nice little lesson at, at, at a good time to say, look, who are we? What, what are we? Right. This is this is what we are. We need to build from this, and hopefully, from the team and from the the head coach, some goodness can grow, and maybe that can infiltrate some some of the echelons higher up in the club. Wonderful stuff. There's Mr. Adam Leventhal. I'll, <laughs> I'll get it right. Oh, brilliant stuff, Adam. Well, thank you very much for for volunteering and coming on and giving us that information. Good luck. No problem. During during, during the World Cup podcast, we shall be listening keenly. With with a cheese like ear, and, uh, and and we look forward to uh, depositing those, those those charitable pieces. I think the Luton thing, the Luton game, was just one of those moments of pure joy of which we haven't had for so you know for a number of seasons. Yes, we had the the Liverpool match, etc., and we yeah. had those you know ironically under Nigel Pearson as we had there. But it was another punctuation mark of like. Oh God, I've forgotten how good this could be. Yeah. And it was lovely to see. Yeah. Lovely to see. Thank you, nice sir. Thank no problem. You. Take care. Really everyone. appreciate it. You All take right. care now. Cheers. There's, there's Adam Leventhal, everybody. Adam Leventhal. There you go. Just coming on. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Right. Well, we've gone through the five word reviews. We have gone through so many messages and then we kind of we squirrelled off into World Cup type of things and Emmentals and more cheese. God, blimey, what can we do? Thank you so much for sticking with us. Thank you so much to everybody who listens. Thank you, everybody who lurks. Obviously, lurking is a fine thing and should be encouraged under all situations. But thank you so much for all of those people who contribute, be they contribute on text or via by the uh, tweets in terms of the five-word reviews that are always wonderfully creative and often, especially I did quite enjoy the rule-bending ones, and, of course, all of the comments tonight. Thank you, everybody who's come on. We go into the last game prior to that World Cup break on Saturday, looking to speak to or looking to looking to take on Nigel Pearson. Um, if you're travelling there, do give him a good reception. I thought the man came in and, and tried to do his level best, and uh, I think a lot of people wanted to see him succeed. It didn't quite happen, but we'll see where it goes. Anyway, let's hope we succeed on Saturday away at Ashton Gate. Everybody, keep safe now. And have a good evening. You want. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.